Hello, and welcome to the Raise Waves podcast. I'm your host, Raylene. Just sit back and ride the wave. Okay, so on the road with Atlantis in 1979. We played all over Western Canada. So as far east as Winnipeg. Went there, saw our Auntie Mary and Uncle John came and saw the band. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Alberta. Yes, the road's way better. 
first Alberta band? Oh, because... <laughs> to go to Japan. First Canadian band. Yeah. He said that we must be in Alberta because the roads are Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cereal. So, you know, we were doing stuff like September, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Boogie yeah. Wonderland, yeah. Uh, What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers, because we had the vocals. Yeah, sounds like it. And so, That's awesome. we were, uh, we were there. Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. I brought a little bit of rock influence into them. You know, Donna Summer, hot stuff. She works hard for the money. Anyhow. Yes, she does. We uh, <laughs> were very successful with that. And uh, like I said, I brought in a little bit of the rock influence. So we were doing some Foreigner and uh, Meatloaf, oh, Blondie. Nice. And. Uh, it was great. Cool. Yeah. We'd have a we're playing six nights a week. And it was full all the time. That's awesome. Back in those days. And uh, life was pretty good. Changed like every good money. single night. Yeah. We'd be playing. Yeah. Wow. Whoa, that's gotta go too fast. Sheesh, you just put Moses trailer in front of us. Disco Probably. stuff that was uh, popular in the Far East. Yeah. So songs we never heard before, artists we never heard before. Yeah. Anyhow, so we did what we we're told, and like I told you, we had to play two clubs a night. Oh yeah. So we did the first one. Hey, you gotta tell me all this again. So we would walk to the first club because we were in Akasaka. <coughs> we would walk to the club Love and play seven at midnight. So then you play six days in a week, but also twice Oh, no, we would play seven days in a week there. In Japan? Yeah, we would get every second Sunday off. Oh, sheesh. But then also in two clubs every night. That's right. Wow. So the, uh, the disco club and then the after hours club. And in the After Hours Club, there's two bands. And That's awesome. The way it worked was, we weren't allowed to talk to the customers, the clients. So we had to sit in this little dinky room. And uh, they wanted constant music. Yeah. So they would break into 
I can't remember what the name of the song was, but that was the uh, changeover song. And uh, we would walk onto the stage and I'd start hitting the ride and he'd get up and then I'd sit down and then I'd play, we were playing this one, the changeover song. And the bass would come in, he'd switch from the bass player and the guitar oh, player. Oh, really? Yeah. So there was never a break in music. music. Yeah. Wow. And then we would break into our our uh, show and do 45 minutes or whatever, and then we would switch wow. back and forth with the house band. Okay, yeah. And then we uh, we played that after hours club for the full four months. Pepe Lamoco. And how long? So then, when were you done playing in a night? What? When were you done playing? Because at four a.m. Every night? Every night. Sheesh. Sleep during the day on the bus. Sleep during the day. Or, did you have a bus? Or was it just the van? Was no, it van? we walked. You walked? What? Or got the subway. And With all your van equipment? No, no, no. no. They, they provided everything. We just plugged in. So they had all the instruments? Yes. On every stage? Yes. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. And uh, then the uh, second club we played at, it was a, uh, like the, the first club, Club Love, they had a DJ. Rope. Rope. Rope, rope. <laughs> we had a DJ, and then we'd come on, and then we'd, we'd go off. But the second club was all mirrors, and we were behind the mirrors. And then they'd, the mirrors would open, and the band would be there, and the dance floor would be full from the DJ, oh. and uh, we'd do our thing. And it was uh, it was pretty. Like it was a, the second club was in Shimbashi. It was huge. Probably had like 2,500, 3,000 people. It's huge. Yeah. And a club. Yeah, it was a big club. It's huge, yeah. Yeah, yeah huge. Well, the other thing was is that they would give us two meals a day. Yeah. So on the first break, when we uh, so we'd start at seven, then at the first break, whenever that was, we'd get supper. And then uh, after the after hours club, when we'd leave at four, uh, they would give us food to take home. So, everything was really expensive there. 
back in those days, it was like, well, I had my, my, uh, my van held 50 gallons of gas, and it would have cost $350 to fill it up. <clears throat> and when we they had McDonald's there and where is this? Again? in Tokyo oh sheesh that's so really we went, expensive which wasn't very often but if we went to uh, yeah. I don't know Five bucks. Four bucks, four bucks, four bucks. For a Big Mac and French fries. Alright. Yeah, that was expensive. Wow. <laughs>
stay and play out our uh Yeah. And then we went home and that was it. Nice. Then you broke up? That's right. And then I got home and uh, I got a call to be in uh, Canada's privilege. So it was like a unanimous decision that everybody just broke up? Or, no, the like singers stayed together and I made a new band. Okay. But they were all uh, family. Probably change the name soon. Uh, yeah, I think so. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, oh, that's alright. So that was quite the experience in Japan. We have to play two weeks straight. We get every second Sunday off. Uh, of played the first club. So were you making good enough money though? No, we got the same money as in Canada. Oh, really? Except we had to play two clubs. Oh. The only advantage was we got paid in US dollars. Okay. So they would uh, take whatever we got paid in US dollars and convert it to yen. Yen? And then we'd save our yen. <laughs> And then at the very end, I, I changed it back to uh, U.S. dollars. Right. But everybody else changed it back to Canadian. Because Canadian and U.S. were on par in Tokyo. So it was the same. So like 200 yen equaled 100 U.S. dollars. Okay, yeah. Or 200 yen equals 100 Canadian dollars. So why did you take U.S. money? Because I knew that like U.S. was more Canada. valuable in Canada. Oh. And so when I came back... That you transferred? Yeah, so when I got to Hawaii, it was 10 cents on the dollar. Nice. When I got to L.A., it was 12 cents on the dollar. When I got to Calgary, it was 14. When I got to Lethbridge, it was 16. Woo. So I made 16 cents on the dollar. Good. Yeah. And you didn't tell anybody. <laughs> didn't matter. Tarantella. Yeah. Very well. 
Silk. Seven and that was from 74 to 79, five years. I think I counted that right. Atlantis. Silk. Freefall. Saratone. Tumbleweed. Pipe Dream. Vendetta. Atlantis. Yeah, that's a seven. came back and got some offers from some uh, bands in Edmonton, but I said no. Because you didn't want to go to Edmonton. No, I didn't. I was, had it with the road. Yeah. That's it. It wasn't all it was cracked up to. Wasn't that your dream? No, it was, but once you're there, it wasn't so dreamy. making a band with his wife okay and it was kind of like a country variety band okay. I played with them it's called Harmony okay yeah. and so I basically joined them in December 79 played with them all of 1980 and 81. So for two years, that was a long time for that, that yeah. band. They were booked every Saturday. All right. Yeah. That's nice that you still got time for yourself. Well, that's when I, uh, when I came back from uh, Japan. I got a Hired a Prudential oh. insurance company. That's when I started selling life insurance. Okay. 1979. December 79. And of course, I got in a band again. So it was never really out of a band. Yeah, you said like the longest break was two weeks. Yeah.
number eight. Yeah, harmony. Yeah. So did you play just in town with harmony? Pretty much, yeah. Is we were just wedding. Games? We were like a wedding band, so okay. we didn't travel very far. Then we did, we came home that night. So, yeah.
I was pl actually playing two bands. Oh, I see. So I was in harmony, yeah. and then the plugs. Oh, the plugs. Okay, yeah. And the plugs. They started kind of like in 1981. Yeah. And went to 80. End of 83, beginning of 84. Okay. And, uh, again, it was a top 40 rock band, so we were doing stuff like uh, Tom Petty, a lot of Pat Benatar, The Babies, Babies. Sticks. I joined the band, it was Randy and Maggie and Mike Puckett, and then I got Peggy back into the band. He's always been around. I'm surprised, uh, I'm surprised that he didn't um, join the Chevelles. He, Peggy, he's always been like... Tracked too much. Oh, uh, Peggy. Uh, Peggy's gone. Oh, gone? He died at 50. Wow. Yeah, 15 years ago. Same age as me. Uh, 
guitar player wanted to take the summer off. Okay. So I hired uh, another guy who had just come in off the road. And it was Attila. Attila? Yeah. So that was in 83 and he played for the summer with us. Okay. And then the band that he had was a family band. It was him, his brother, his sister, and their cousin played drums. Okay. So... He quit after the summer when the other guy came back. back to his own band but he saw how the people in the plugs they didn't treat me very good yeah Band again. Well then, 
Tila and Rob and Helen moved in. Bigfoot. Yeah. And we started playing in January 1984. Right. And then we, uh, we had a few shows. Things were looking pretty good. Uh, the 
10 to 84. But then, Helen and Bigfoot, they got married and she was pregnant. She break up the band, why don't you? What? <coughs> Get married, break up the band. Yeah. As always, stay hydrated and ride the wave.